I'm beginning to regret that college credit internship I posted on Craigslist. Kyle, can you please be quiet? You are to be seen, not heard. If you want your college credits, you're going to have to be quieter than that. Did we ever discuss your room and board situation here while on Cybertron? Um, I... You can recharge next to Ravage's cat bed. Keep one optic open, though. Ravage likes to hunt vermin. Your size for sport. Now then, where was I? That's right, dear fellow listeners. I am not in the following comics, so no need to continue any further. Save yourself the time and crank up the latest Rihanna song or listen to Sick Beats by Beyonce. Still here, Teddy. I suppose we can tune in to the show. podcast where we are currently recapping the events of the transformers idw 2019 continuity i'm onyx prime with my two wonderful co-hosts here hi i'm kilobyte and i'm clickbait moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to idw transformers escape issues one through five and as always spoiler warning spoiler warning right on kilo <laughs> so if you haven't read it already we highly <laughs> recommend you go back read the comics then come listen to podcast also, we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So click that subscribe button. Tell your friends it's a good time. Now onwards, clickbait. Do you mind giving us the fun facts and trivia about the comics we're discussing for today's episode? Absolutely. So some fun facts for these comics. These we're going to be reviewing five comics today. Issue one was released in December 30th of 2020 with issue five coming out July 6th of 2021. Our writer for this these issues is going to be Brian Reckley and our artist is going to be Beth McGuire Smith with colors by Priscilla Tramontano. On to our trivia. In issue two, we meet Meteor Fire, who is based on the Cyberverse character of the same name. In that continuity, Meteor Fire was an explorer who hosted the television program Alien Hunt. Appropriately enough, this universe features him as a member of Cybertron's Xenobiology Division. I love the Xenobiology Division, and I love that they keep up with that throughout these comics. It's pretty cool. Anyway, it's yeah. so cool. I love it. In issue four, on page eight, a trio of stasis pods parked next to Leviathan depict Chase, Blades, and Boulder in their Cybertronian bodies, as they appeared in the first episode of the Rescue Bots cartoon. That intro is so much fun. And now, Kilo, can you give us a summaries of these comics? Will do. Amidst impending civil war, Nautica, Road Rage, and Hound defend Cybertron's organic immigrants from an ancient threat. And as always, this information was taken from the wiki. And we would like to give a special shout out to all of our patrons. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And without you, we wouldn't be here. Thank you so much. You are the best and you deserve a Rod Star. Absolutely. You know what? They deserve something better. You know what? I just heard from our shipping agency, um, Sepsis, Cybertronian United Postal Office, you know. Anyway, long story short, we are getting pins, and I think the patrons what? deserve pins for free. What do you think? 
You know what? They they so put cool. they put all their spark into this. I think they should get free pins too. So as soon as they get here, I'll be in contact with each of you, and you can get your own pins. I'll even let you choose which ones you want. We have two different kinds. Ooh! Wow! Right. Yeah, exciting. We'll, we'll throw them That's on the screen uh, later in the video when Thanks. we talk about uh, the Patreon thing again. All right. Are you two ready to get started? I'm always I'm ready. ready. All right. Starting off, the Insecticons attack the organic domes with hound road rage and nautica there to protect them all the while decepticons try to attack the medical buildings somewhere else thoughts favorite scenes this this issue op like this whole series opened up with a bang like we kind of already know where we are in the series but they've just shifted completely and now you're actually in the middle of the collateral damage that this civil war on cybertron is causing and it's super cool my personal favorite scene is where one of the medics, who is it, um, defends, I think it's Hoist? Hoist, Hoist yeah. yeah. He, yeah, he yeah, threatens yeah. the Decepticons with all his little gadgets, and he's basically standing in between the Decepticons and all the bots under his care and the bots who are, you know, taking refuge there. And I think it's super accurate. You know, medical professionals, Cybertronians, humans, they all do the same thing. And its I thought it was great how they had him stand up for everybody. They all deserve... And applause, because they are honestly the true heroes, the defenders. Rod stars for all of them, I think. And better raises. <laughs> yes, they don't get paid enough Shanix or human money to do that. Yeah, I, I do like Hoy's design. He looks more beefy and like mm -hmm. more... I don't know, and like there's something about it that makes it look like stand out to me compared to his normal toy. So I really, I really enjoy his, his design here. And I don't know if it's now or if it's a little bit later. I really enjoy there's a fight where Nautica and Road Rage are fighting the Insecticon Swarm. Yes. And then uh, Nautica says, like, oh, I'm here, Road Rage. And Road Rage is like, yeah, I know you're there. Because if, if, if you weren't there, that means I'd be dead already. And I just oh, like yeah, that that's, interaction. That's, that's an issue that's an four. Issue. Yeah, that's an oh, issue Oh, I'm getting four. ahead. It's just yeah. like, fights. They, they it's actually an issue five, but yes. Oh. But yeah, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was funny. And I think there's there's another one where Nautica picks up the gun to That's protect Road Rage. That's an issue one. That's in this one. That's an issue yeah. one? Okay. And yeah. and and then she shoots and Road Rage is like, ah, I'll take that back. She's like, yeah, good idea because it doesn't <laughs> suit me. And I, I really like those interactions between them. I love those two. They're so They're cute. They're really good personalities. Yeah. I love how they really fleshed out Hound. You know, he's not just this kind of grumpy old man. He has a lot of history behind it he's done and seen a lot of things that have given him a really big appreciation and they kind of go into this in detail later really big appreciation for the various life that occupies the universe and i i really enjoyed that that was great yeah. yes please do go into detail when we get there because i think i know which moment you're talking about when he's talking to a certain someone certain someone <laughs> a certain someone certain someone speaking of certain someone's eventually everyone gets the idea to have the organics wait for it escape <laughs> Cybertron. <laughs> but my favorite scene is getting to see Daya Atlas awaken from their merge state with Cybertron. How do you think something like this happens? Like it's kind of shown a little bit with like an alarm system that he gave the organics and whatnot, but like why him and not others emerging? Hmm. Theories, ahoy. He definitely mentions that the, the signal could have been a, a possibility like you know could have been a a trigger that brought him back but he mm -hmm. says he's not completely there 
So I, I think this could uh, could be a way, like a backup of it, like a, uh, a backup memory or reflex, because he says that he was in between still merging with Cybertron and now being awoken. So I feel like it could be like a something. I don't know if Transformers really have this, but maybe like a safety backup. That way he could still help out if needed at some point, kind of like a, a countermeasure. Oh, we went so quiet. Uh yeah. Oh, I was hoping clickbait would hop <laughs> I, in, but if I, we're ready to move yeah, on, yeah, I'm move not. On. I don't entirely know that that one. <laughs> I don't know it either. This is me guessing. That's yeah, why I it's don't. A theory. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know how much about that. I figure it was probably mostly referenced okay. in prior continuities, which I haven't read. So I was like, oh, cool, new character. <laughs> nope. Oh, Dia Atlas. He was in 2005. That's in the, I yeah. believe he was in. Some older... He could be uh, a Japan exclusive yeah. character. I believe he is, so, but I haven't watched why. most of that yeah. either. Yeah. Out of the wheelhouse. All right. <laughs> With the Titans no longer being an option to escape Cybertron, the gang goes to Darkmount and meets with straxus to try and get some arcs which i kind of like seeing straxus oh my gosh he's insufferable after some is he a new character he's insu- okay so yes no he's not a new character he's not a new character he's been around uh he's been around some other uh continuities i don't think he was in the show but i could be wrong he is annoying i agree with you clickbait but he does have a point no, which is does, even more annoying but that's why it's so annoying is because <laughs> he does have a point I liked him. And what's that point, <laughs> clickbait? Well, he he claims, I don't know what his actual true motivations are, but he claims that he's being annoying and restricting access to the city in order to protect his people of the city and that he's trying to prevent more Decepticon attention from falling onto him because he is refurbishing, I believe he said there's four. There's four arcs from the expansion, the Age of Expansion that have been hidden throughout Cybertron. And Straxus by pandering to this notion that he is not paying attention and is a little bit, you know, eccentric, he has since had the leeway to go out and collect these four arcs, three of which function, two of which he has been actively repairing in order to get his people out of Cybertron because he has come to the same conclusion that if his people don't want to bow to the Decepticons, then they'll be killed, and he doesn't want that for his people. So, I mean, yes, he has a point, but, I mean, come on, man. Mm. These are refugees. Yeah, no, exactly. Kilo? No, I <laughs> I like his design, and I... He does look did, great. Like, he does look wonderful. I, he, he did... He does, you know, prefer helping his own people before helping the organics, and it's because of, you know, his the way he sees himself, he sees, like, He's the leader of Dark Mount, and he feels like Dark Mount is its own, you know, city or state. That way, like it doesn't mm-hmm. correlate with all of uh, uh, the other Senate, mm-hmm. Senate-led cities. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. and, and so he, I feel like it. He has, he definitely has an ego, and he's definitely like, I am the top bot here, and like I'll do things my right. way. So. Uh, but I don't know. I kind of liked his personality. I want to see more. <laughs> he was very, uh, the people put the trust in me, so I will do everything I can in my power to put them first. Yeah. Kind of he, he does give me kind of like a culty yeah. kind of oh, bot absolutely. vibe. Yeah. So absolutely. It's very culty because it's very excluding other bots outside of the cult. Yeah. But there is, there is a, 
a titan that they show when they they're when they're showing the arcs mm-hmm. there's a titan that they show so i don't know if the arcs form that titan or not but when i first saw that titan the colors gave me a tidal wave vibe from armada i know it's definitely mm. not tidal wave but the face and the proportions kind of made me think of tidal wave so i was like interested to see if they were going to mention that the the arcs will combine and make tidal wave or something like and i'm like ooh, that's a cool mm-hmm. idea interesting interesting I also enjoy when Daya Atlas is talking to everybody, their flashbacks, mainly because we get to see more details on Cybertron's yeah. history. Abominus. We now have that confirmed as the first combiner. Exarchon and the dark clones that are there. And some of Daya Atlas's issue with the war and what it meant to him. Yeah, that was that was great. And then I loved the... Uh, this is kind of what I was getting at earlier, where Hound and Diatlas talk about the wars and what they have seen together. And, you know, Diatlas, he he went immersant and he came out and he's now um, against violence. He wants to only pursue peace. But Hound is reminding him, hey, you've, you've fought before and I get that you want to have peace now, but don't forget why you were fighting, the reasoning behind it. And he actually does it a really good job of expressing to Diatlas why he's fighting. He mentions that most of the Autobots don't want to fight. They don't want to be there. They don't want to be killing other bots like the Decepticons, even though they are perpetuating this violent notion and this uh, horrific society. But Hound reminds him, hey, we're doing this for people who can't protect themselves. And it eventually, Diatlas does, you know, agree to take up arms. But in the beginning, you know, Hound has to pretty heavily persuade him and, hey, he says, I get where you're coming from. I understand this, but I've been there and I've seen the destruction that this can cause. And so I've chosen to take up arms against it. And ultimately, Dialis comes to the same conclusion. And it was just a really, really great interaction between the two of them where they both had had similar experiences, but taken away very different messages from them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I like like how... Uh, Dialis says that his enemies are me and if I use violence against him I use it against all of us and it's we go back to where they're they're like all born from Cybertron so they're all they're all part of Cybertron so I like I like this version of Dialis uh, not necessarily compared against the 2005 in a way negatively but I like the the way they're taking it here because in 2005 they're like no no we're not going to be part of this Mm -hmm. war and they leave and this one he's more of like trying to understand kind of view uh, like has a different view of the war and the the things he's done in the past and how he sees them he sees them now so I I like this this new take on on the character I love that we're really like very early on introduced because this war ramps up very very fast there's I love that they like they spent quite a few issues getting this character development ready but when this war finally escalates it goes fast and they have spent multiple issues and multiple like branches of comics establishing other characters and outside relationships that we're just now starting to see pulled in and this violence ramps up so fast i love that you're not just getting characters who are completely committed to either side you've got the the autobots you've got the decepticons and you have everything in between you've got reluctant autobots reluctant decepticons you've got the diehards and i love that they are showing every single side of the people who end up fighting in a complete civil war like this, where there's no choice to stay out of the conflict, where not to fight on either side is just a guaranteed death with no meaning. So I love that 
that they're showing that. It's super yeah. cool. It almost feels like someone it does. Did their it really, really when does. Coming up with these characters yeah. based on real it's life. Very events. much, yeah. It screams real. I like that they're taking at this point of view because we're we're so used to mm-hmm. just seeing the war of the Transformers, but now we're seeing what what happened before and and everybody that yeah. got in between it. And and I really like seeing that because it gives you a a bigger scope of what damage this war has caused for how many mm-hmm. million years it goes through, right? Each iteration does war differently how long it takes, but we can see the the ramp up to it and all mm-hmm. the casualties and all the destruction it's And I love the way the it years. affects each individual bot. They exactly. don't they don't shy away from that. They have not once shied away from like the actual psychological stress and the moral and ethical issues that people face in situations like this and I love it. I'm here for it. It's amazing. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. Well, then I hope you like this next part because I really enjoy <laughs> Rage, who's a separate character than Road Rage, and Hydra so Head yes. are adorable. Shockwave sends them to take back some prototype machinery that the Insecticons stole earlier. And unfortunately, they discovered the Insecticons have made an army of clones of themselves. A plot used mm-hmm. many times in the Transformers history, IDW, G1, pretty much all of them has done this plot at this point. Any favorite scenes? Because I have one, but it's... I'll, so I'll, I'll wait I do have a favorite scene, <laughs> and I feel like we actually need to back it up a little bit. The entire reason this happened is because of Skystalker. Skystalker, who was manipulated by the Decepticons, by Megatron and Shockwave, into... Because he's a city speaker, he's the one who caused Vigilim to bring down the tether. like, And he is so overcome with all this stress and all this emotional grief that he's feeling that he doesn't even see this coming by the Insecticons. Like, they picked their target well. But I just love the interaction that, that they had and that you... That they haven't just discarded Skystalker. Like, yeah, he's being used, but he's... It makes sense as to why he was chosen as a target of the Insecticons. Because he was so preoccupied and so distracted and so stuck. The Decepticons didn't care. He'd served his purpose. They were just keeping him there so he couldn't go run to the Autobots and try and fix it. So I think it's just as interesting about how this entire disaster for Shockwave came around. right? Because the Insecticons are supposed to be keeping a low profile. And because they managed to target the correct bot who was easy to be manipulated because he felt like he had nothing left to give, right? It's very easy to manipulate people who don't have any sort of motivation for anything. So I thought that was great. That was that was one of my favorite scenes that led to this mass chaos by the Insecticons. No, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> poor, no, poor, poor, poor Skystalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's gone through a lot. I I enjoy Hydra Head a lot. Like they, They're hilarious. They are the... the the, the little gadgeteer that makes new toys and they're like, I want to try I them out and of... like study all of them. And oh my uh, god, they remind a... me yes. of Grease, just Grease and Smolder <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, but Grease from the our Transformer and Rollout D D. So out. feel it's free to check fun. that out. Yeah, uh, totally not, not uh, ob- obligatory. <laughs> not <sponsored>. in- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go on, sorry. But he creates a little bit of an acid gun and he they're like getting into the Insecticon's layer and he's testing it oh out gosh. front of the layer and Rage is <laughs> like, Don't do that, you're gonna give us away. And he's like, No, but look at the the acid, it's working. And like it's staying there and he's like just involved and I just like I thought it was great when they got so, so excited about great. how the acid weapon worked and then just to be like devastated when they found out it was a clone. That was hilarious. That was great. They're like, We yeah. did yeah. it. Oh, yeah, they're no. like <laughs> we're we're done. We're gonna run away. Yeah. They're like, if we just killed Kickback, then why is there Kickback that right here? <laughs> so good. All right. So my favorite scene is when the swarm gets out and they start going towards the organics, and Die Atlas fin finally comes to terms. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, I got to defend people here by killing. And he pulls out his sword and he uses the same line oh, from so Optimus cute. from Rise of the Beast. I love Let it. Let them come. Let them come. It was so wonderful. It was, great. It was foreshadowed in the comics. <laughs> Let them come. Oh. It was great. Anyway, how much time does it take to make these many clones? Because no. it didn't feel like a lot of time has passed. Yeah. I, there's, there's, there's an entire armada. Like, these machines like, must just be making them be... instantly or something. Cause... I imagine that it must correlate to, like, you know, the ability to speed something up based on, you know, how much power it's powered by. So I just imagine the Insecticons are just going ham on whatever they can mm -hmm. find and making as much Energon as possible to fuel this thing. But they have so many clones. I don't know how they're doing it this fast. It can't. <laughs> oh, I mean, yes, organics walk much slower, but it can't have been that long of a time span, especially since we haven't seen anything else happening from like the Decepticons. Well, we do know, know they're smart, so maybe they I know something like we don't. Maybe. I, I know throughout the, the, the comics, we see mm -hmm. some titans fall from space and we see mm -hmm. two in two different occasions. So I feel like maybe that was a way to help us kind of with the time skip because they said the there was one falling, but it wasn't close enough to fall. And then the, the next one falls. So I feel like that was kind of help us a little bit with the time frame between them. Like they don't tell you like it's been 24 hours or how long it's been, but... I feel like that that was a yeah, way. I imagine it's been at least a few Cybertronian solar cycles. Like it's been a while, but it hasn't been probably more than like a mega cycle or two. Like it hasn't been that long. Yeah. Yeah. Our next scene brings us to this is when everyone's fighting off the swarm. I oh, really I enjoy Gears and Wheeljack working together to fight the Insecticons, attacking yeah. Leviathan. I also really enjoy when Gears was fixing up Leviathan. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm really good the second time around or something. He's like, what happened the first time? I welded <laughs> my great. hand to the That the was leg. great. I loved that. <laughs> yes. Poor Gears. It was a great, I, like, I, I just like want Gears, him to find something he's really Gears. good at it's because great. at this point he deserves it. How many trips into space has he made that Cosmos right. had to rescue? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think he said it was almost his 300th or something. No, no, no. At least yeah. four. At least four like, that we know. Like oh, 300 well, yeah. or four something. in the Poor panel, guy. but yeah. <laughs> like, it's so common that they just have a protocol for it. Cosmos just has sensors set up to detect it. <laughs> code Gears. <laughs> just Code Gears. <laughs> Go help Gears. I do like the, the organic, and I don't know what kind of race it is. They have a, a, a giant orb, almost like a diver suit from Earth, and they have four weapons that electrocute the the swarm and wheeljack is like and he's like telling wheeljack like the Aoven, yeah let us defend ourselves and we'll With just like what are you gonna do and he's like I th I might not yeah be. well i don't know if this I, I 
Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought it, it was been. it was from a different race because there's yeah. multiple organic. It's not the Aovens mm-hmm. only, but but Wheeljack is like, what are you gonna do? And he's, he's like, like, well, what? there are weapons out there to kill Cybertronians, <laughs> and so he just starts snapping. <laughs> yeah, and then he ends up borrowing yeah. the weapons from the, uh, the the character, and so Gears and him use it to save the Viathan, and then they both like. Gears goes like, I don't feel so good and falls. And then we'll be like, yeah, we've used a lot of that. Uh, and then wonderful. falls too. And it was great. <laughs> oh, good. The things. We end the story with Not Straxus surprising. leaving everyone behind, but the swarm dispersed to live to eat another day. The survivors take the last working arc safely out and leaving only Road Rage and Nanaka behind to continue helping others on Cybertron. Any final thoughts or things we want to circle I back to Nautica before we move to Rodstone? I love them. And I love the I like arc the... foreshadowing, too. Yes. 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I like the, the teaser at the end with the, the G1 arc at yes, the Hangar Bay. Yes. So that was pretty good. <laughs> I, wonder what that's I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I was When I saw it, I was like, is this going to turn into the Titan from the, the Kingdom toy line? Is, is, is there a possibility of, of this being a Titan? But I'm not sure of that. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm sure it'll crash on Earth. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But I wanted to see <laughs> if it'll, you know, become a giant robot. All I want to do is see oh him turn into a giant robot. I don't know. I think that's how it goes, right? <laughs> close enough. No, close enough. we have to do... We All know. Right, we're we're not stars? done yet. What, what have we not no. done yet? What have... No, no, Onyx, on what have it. we not done yet Get tonight? on to it, clickbait. Today. Exactly. Therefore, it is clickbait. now my turn. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Kilobyte's oh, Corner. Primus. We're going to give you the best quotes of the episode. <laughs> Starting oh, we haven't with... done a Kilobyte's oh, Corner Primus. forever. Excuse Kilobyte, you, take it away. Kilobyte. No, thank you. <laughs> we... Well, there's this quote oh, on page four. On this. <laughs> okay, you may go. Okay, clickbait. thank you, Kilo. It is time. And then there's oh, this one other thing. Oh my Primus. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have Swerve's bouncer come and get you, okay? I, I, I don't think he can afford one because he doesn't even pay us. That's what you think. That's what you think. You're on your own. I'm the bouncer and I'm sitting. Wait, here. we're getting paid? Wait, wait, hold on, clickbait. We're getting paid. <laughs> You're not getting paid. Alright, take it okay, away. Anyways, take it away. I'm anyways. sure this episode's already long long, long enough. <laughs> Anyways, for Clickbait's quick quotes, I only have, I believe, two today. The first one is from issue one. It is from Wheeljack, and it's when he's very upset and recounting what was going on back, I believe, on the Winged Moon. And he goes, they shot me. I was explaining important stuff, and they just shot me. And he was so upset about it, and it was adorable. And I love it. Was it. So good. it was so good. That seemed very Wheeljack. It was very Wheeljack. Yes. I don't like how I said that, but that seemed very much on bot. Yes. And then my other one is in issue two when Mudslinger is talking to Nautica and he goes, ambidextrous, huh? Is that a real word, Nautica? She goes, yes, Mudslinger. And then Mudslinger goes, hey, Tote, did you know that there's a thing called ambidextrous and that these organics aren't? And I felt like the organics should be a little offended by that <laughs> because that was <laughs> that was so out of nowhere and Wait, he made it sound like such a big ambidextrous? thing. Ambidextrous? That, that doesn't, that no, doesn't it, sound right. That no, doesn't sound like a real word. word. Onyx. It is a real word. It, it means you can use means no, you can no. use both of your hands the same. So like humans, they have. Oh, why don't they just say because that? Because that takes too many words. So 
Onyx. That's, that's, that's what it means. <laughs> but then you have to explain well, it to me. It's not it my fault longer. you haven't had your processor upgraded in a while, okay? Oof. Oof. Anyways. Wow. Rude. I don't even have... What it means... Is is that one. Humans... Yeah, he doesn't even have a processor. See? There we go. Wow. Go polish yourselves, okay? <laughs> you know what? Good. You know what? No, go park yourself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Listeners, I apologize for their behavior. <laughs> Like I said, I'll they haven't had their processors the upgraded. Were good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did Swore put in this one? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, so ambidextrous is a thing. Um, humans have it. It's when they use one hand more than the other. It it's weird. I don't I don't Wait, get it. But isn't yeah, it both hands the same? Do. Yeah, amb no, you just said ambidextrous. No, 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 Listen. I'm getting mixed signals here. And you say my processor doesn't work. No, 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 no. I need to, we go. We need to clear this up. What it is These issues were great. I really like them. And I like the social commentary about them. And I like seeing all these characters interact within each other. I thought Straxes was a new character. I google them like the earthlings say and they definitely look different so that's why i got confused but i like the design and all that uh, i think these ones are great great mini series not because of the action but i feel more it was more on the social commentary and how the cybertronians are interacting with the different organic races on their planet and trying to save them and like having this conflict of like do we save cybertron and and other cybertronians or do we also save these other races, these organics that are living here with us, and it's our job to also defend them. So I would say five out of five. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna follow up with you. I think also five. I think there's a theme coming on with this continuity. Each set, each volume, each miniseries has a specific goal in mind with commentary about mm -hmm. war. It's not just black and white, good versus evil. There's grays there are innocents there are casualties of war there are things that most people overlook because you know it's easy to overlook when the victors write the history books i couldn't have said it better myself um onyx but i'm you know i'm thank you i do have I mean, a processor it's, it's a little <laughs> bit right, degraded and outdated but we're not going to go into that tonight anyways first off rude <laughs> anyways i'm gonna agree with five out of five rod stars We've established that I love character development and I love when they take the time to show the cultural implications, the moral implications, the ethical implications, and actually show that this is not black and white. It is not cut and dry. There's not just two sides to every story. And this comic series has been incredibly consistent about that. And I think a lot of us, you know, there was initially some distaste about these comics. And I think I think we may just need to go back and reread these because rereading these these are very well done it just hasn't picked up to you yeah. know the kind of classic well, level of transformers I action i think i know the reason and this usually happens when there's a reboot or re redone restructure of a comic the previous series was really good and it did its own thing it was trying to do some other it was like a adventure in space kind of exploration and then after war exploration and they were really good I, i'm going to say that and i think with that in mind they, that got canceled early like they they wanted more issues and stuff but it got canceled ahead of its time before it can properly conclude most of its plot lines and then this 
continuity came out and i think some of the peoples or some of the bots who really liked the previous continuity came into the expectations that mm-hmm. this would be similar and it's not oh, it is. but it's still good it's good in its I own agree way if that makes sense what do you think kilo since you were there with us for yeah. the first continuity no, I think I think these are very good. It's a new take, and I feel like that happens a lot with the Transformers media. Because even with the shows, when a new show comes out, there's always the previous show that you saw and you liked, and when then a new one come out and they change a couple things, then you're like, ooh, I don't know. Uh, and I feel like it just takes a little bit of time to get used to the new the new show or the new comic that you're reading and kind of get into what they're setting up and not kind of compare it to the old one and i know i've done a lot of comparing but it's usually been positive comparings because yeah. like there's there's some ways that i liked from 2005 and there's other things i like from 2000 or 2019 continuity and it's always been like i like what they did with this character here and i like what they did here and so it's like they're taking it in their own ways and i'm mm-hmm. excited to see where it goes and i think i think uh, the listeners should give this continuity a chance because it's, it's very yeah. interesting i totally agree absolutely but listeners that was a long-winded <laughs> way to do Rod Stars. What do you think these comics or How many Rod Stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. So, we do not have any emails to read to you today, but I have been in contact with some voice actors Ooh. for some com- upcoming Q&As. I'm sure some of them have already released now because we record these comics ahead of time, but they will also be joining us for some D&D. So, stay tuned for that. If you would like to email us, you can email us at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Are you two ready for Transformers Volume 5, Issue 31 to 36? I'm ready. All right. And we're now reaching the section of the show where you guys can brag about a new toy that you may have gotten. Just one. Mm. Just one. Because, you know, you got to save them for some other episodes. If you do them all now, you'll have none I don't none remember what the last toy I got was. And if I have already said it on this episode, on this podcast. I'm sure by the next time we record, I will have multiple toys. So then I can do it. Then. Okay, that works for me. Wow, I see how it is. <laughs> I see how it is. Kilo? Well, I, myself, got a Metalhawk from Legacy. Ooh. I found I it randomly. See. I, ran, I found it randomly in a store here on Cybertron, so uh, I got nice. myself a Metal Hawk. Nice, nice figure. Nice. Uh, they're using the, the Cyclonus mold. I, I do like the design for the 2005 comics because it was the first one I saw. Uh, but I think this is not bad. I like the head mold. And it's if you already have the Kingdom Cyclonus, it's pretty much the same transformation all that, but a little bit redecoed to look like Metal Hawk. So fun. Pretty good. Very nice, fun. Nice. I have the Shattered Glass. Oh, that's Grimlock what I, that I got. got. From one of my dear, dear friends. Dear, dear friends. High Beam. Fantastic. Go check them out on Twitch. They stream video games and whatnot. It is a wonderful Grimlock toy. I appreciate it. I have it here on my desk next to my other Grimlocks, and it's it's great. It's <laughs> they do travel, travel in herds. herds. They do travel in herds. Well done. That's from the Parks of uh, Prehistoric Time yeah, movie, one. right? Yeah, the Land Before it's Time. A great movie. The Land Before Time. Yeah. 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 That's the one where they're all like excited for the fireworks in the sky. No. <laughs> I think so. Okay. Oh no! no. Those weren't fireworks. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, where the giant rock in the Onyx. sky waves to him and then decides to yes. pay a visit. Do I have it wrong? wrong? Okay, I have it wrong, apparently. <laughs> I think that was Warstar, because there's a giant rock that Warstar. shoots No, beam, I thought it was a right? moon. It's a no, moon. No, that's, that's a moon. It's a moon. Yeah. Oh, that's a, moon, a moon. But isn't a moon a well... rock? Moving on. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon. All of the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we offer several forms in several tiers with other levels of gratitude such as 3d files entry to our discord channel where you can chat with us live and you will even get early access to our comic review vid videos and dnd a week before the that public release wow that was a lot to say i'm so sorry it was <laughs> patreon members again i know me lay off Andrex. <laughs> patreon members important news we are getting our buttons pins pins we are getting our pins and you will be getting one for free. They come in two different styles. Uh, they're both the, the Transformers D&D podcast, the Transformer rollout. One with the Autobot logo yes. in the Autobot Matrix. And one with the Decepticon logo in the, what, what we want to call Matrix. that, the Dark, Dark Matrix. Matrix. Heart yeah. of Darkness. You know. That so one. yeah, you'll get one of those for free. And I will message you as soon as they get here and I will contact you and send them your way. Also, we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So click that subscribe button. Tell your friends it's a good time. Um, mm -hmm. Make them listen to it. Give them headphones. Watch them <laughs> listen to our show. Uh, I don't and think then that's going to work. It's, no, no. It's, someone told me this. It's like a pyramid scheme. So you have Onyx, one friend. Onyx, you Onyx. tell them. And then both you, you friends process, go tell buddy. another friend. And then there's <laughs> four friends. <And> <laughs> anyway. As always, we hope you all have. <laughs> I, it broke. It also, broke. What was the rest of the say? You're all staying safe. Hang on, hang on. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Don't forget that ones. we have a red bubble. Bye -bye. If you want to support us, we have lots of fun merch on there. Uh, it does help us support. It does help support us, help us keep the lights on. We have all sorts of fun things from stickers to t-shirts to phone cases. It is a phone, right? Yeah, we do have, I think we have Shower one pins. or two of those, actually. Um, <laughs> and they are Energon proof, so they just, the water just falls and the Energon just falls right off of them. So they're definitely good for shower use. What kind and, of showers do you take? Hey, I take I, oil you're baths. Taking <laughs> what is I going mean, on? I are you bathing be. in the blood it, of your what's enemies? What's it to you? <laughs> Listeners, that'll be all, all for today. Till our one. Bye bye. Till one. Bye bye. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swords Bar Podcast, and even on Tumblr. Yes, with everything going on on Twitter, we figured we should cover our bases. Speaking of which, you can also find us on Twitter at Swords Bar. If that's still a thing, if you're interested in more content, try checking out our spin-off D&D series, Transform and Rollout. Season 3, titled Eons, is now available. Let's tune in to a preview now. I say to Synthwave, I've never been rescued like that before. Must have been my lucky day. Have you done this sort of thing before? Well, I may or may not be a rescue bot, so this might be kinda typical, but it usually never works out this well, so I would say that's pretty lucky. Well, you must be very good at it. 
Then she just kind of like blushes and looks away shyly. Domina ships this. She's <laughs> shipping this already. She says it out loud now. Primus, help! Do you need any rope, Scorch Mist? Yeah. Uh, uh, do I have any rope? Yeah, Good question. I, I don't. Let me see what's in my pouch. Oh, yes. No, I do not have any rope. Wait, 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 wait. Tell Lindsay what she sees before we keep yeah. going. Please tell me what I see. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, we, we, have, we have entrance music? This is awesome. Well, that was certainly something. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content, such as video games containing funny comments and trendy shorts. A link will be provided below. And if you're so inclined, you can support us on Patreon where you can get even more bonus content, such as reading files, access to their Discord, and listen to the content before it's released to the public. More links will be provided below. End transmission.